Welcome. My name is Nora Hooper, and this is Exploring Your Intuition. I have been reading for clients all over the world for over 25 years. My work is my passion, my vocation, and my joy. I'm sharing my experience with you in the hopes that you use these short podcasts to trigger your imagination and support your personal intuitive journey. So sit back, relax, and open to receive. I'm so happy to be with you today. I've really been enjoying recording these podcasts. I hope you've been enjoying listening to them too. As I develop the content, my intention is to give you something to take into tomorrow. A method, a process, a perception, a way to think about yourself in the world, a way to understand your place in the world, and I certainly hope an understanding of how deeply loved you are and how important you are to the spinning of this planet. We're talking about intuition, but we're really talking about so many other things. All aspects of ourselves contribute to our intuitive self. And as we continue to examine intuition and the pathway to expanding it, we're delving into receiving self-love and love. Self-love, spiritual growth, and growing intuition takes focus, introspection, and a large dose of humility. But there's one quality of developing or characteristic, I guess I would say, of developing your intuition that I most like more than anything else. And that is developing your joy. Joy leads to self-love, and that awakens within us a heightened perception, an awareness of belonging. And through that belonging, we access our intuition. It's like you open a window really wide to sense the world. And when you do that, you sense it in a holistic way. And as you do that, you learn to love yourself. You learn to see yourself as an integral part of this whole picture, this crazy mixed up world that I absolutely love. Today, I want to talk to you about a certain stumbling block that shows up it can really stop us from expanding. In fact, what it does is it causes us to contract and it causes us to stay in a place that is devoid of love and probably devoid of self-love too because it encompasses self-pity and victimhood. Today, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Gandhi said, Forgiveness is a virtue of the brave. I agree. It takes a lot to forgive. It takes a lot of courage to let something go. As human beings, we tend to obsess over little hurts, obsess about things that didn't go our way. So when we think about forgiving, we have to realize that it takes that quality of courage. But as I thought about that, I realized I really think it takes even more energy 
to refuse to forgive, to hang on to the hurt, to mull it over, to remember it, to talk about it. It takes a lot of energy and it puts us into a space where we're actually reliving the pain. When we refrain from forgiveness, we actually halt forward motion. Whether you're holding a grudge or hatred toward another, or you're living in a memory of your own errors or actions that cause yourself or another harm, when we refuse to forgive, we stop our flow. It's as though we wrap ourselves up in twine like Houdini trying to find the key to get out. I'll share with you a fact. In my life, I have seen families literally torn apart by someone's inability to forgive. Families have been wrecked, destroyed. It can happen over the smallest slight or a miscommunication. The damage actually seems insurmountable at some time. Have you ever heard of the expression, a hardened heart? That describes someone who is incapable of forgiving, who has chosen to stay in a place that's inaccessible to others. When someone refuses to let go and forgive, they're inaccessible. No one can reach them because they've wrapped themselves up in the story of their pain. We block our forward motion when we hang on to hurt and refuse to forgive. We may be berating ourselves for a misstep or staying locked in a memory of pain inflicted upon us by another. Learning how to forgive frees us. We've all been there. We've all licked our wounds and wallowed in our pain and sorrow and suffering. We've all been there. Forgiving takes a leap. It takes humility. It takes being able to say, I humble myself in releasing this. I let go. I don't have to be right. That's a big one. Not having to be right. So as we discard victim and return to the present, and leave the past behind, we can begin to learn to embrace a vital quality of forgiveness, and that is compassion for oneself and for others. A compassionate mind understands that we are all human. A compassionate mind can actually put yourself in other people's shoes. If you are to love fully and deeply, you really have to be able to forgive. You can be guaranteed that creating an authentic and long-lasting love will surely involve forgiving somewhere along the line. If you exonerate another, you can find that you're also able to forgive yourself. Forgiveness asks that we embrace the human frailty of another and ourselves. Forgiveness asks that we release an attachment to the past and live in the present. 
Forgiveness asks that we understand that humans have the ability to deeply wound one another. It also insists that we let go of our own agenda. That's a hard one. And realize that people do not always act the way we want them to. It demands that we see ourselves the same way. Sometimes we haven't taken the high road. Sometimes we've acted out of anger or jealousy or greed or lust. Seeking to live a life of love and most importantly self-love requires that we accept and forgive our humanness. As I thought about intuition, I realized that intuition is so incredibly heart-based. It's such a beautiful aspect of intuition. It lies in your heart. So self-acceptance is a key component along the path of loving unconditionally. And as we forgive, we actually can come to understand that the road to love consists of trips and falls and sometimes skinned knees. How can we heal if we don't know what needs healing? In a return to love, Marianne Williamson states, spiritual progress is like a detoxification. Things have to come up in order to be released. Once we have asked to be healed, then our unhealed places are forced to the surface. But how does one access forgiveness? I'll share something with you. I begin by repeating in my mind, when I feel slighted or hurt, that I realize that the person who I think hurt me was not being who I thought they needed to be. Understanding that someone wasn't who I thought they needed to be starts an internal conversation that actually frees me from victimhood and martyrdom. It enables me to stand back from the event and see it more objectively. When I'm hurt, I have to practice this because I'm hurt. I have to stand back and tell myself that I accept this person being as they were and realize that who they were was just not what I wanted them to be. It helps me separate myself from the hurt. It helps me separate myself from the event or the action. And it actually allows compassion to grow. This next part is really important. When we forgive others, we send a message that our love can be trusted that our love is stronger than our pain. The person who can forgive is blessed. The person who is forgiven is liberated. Love has room to flourish. When we forgive ourselves, we forge a future freed to express joy, compassion, and love. As you strive to release yourself from the actual pain of living in the past and you become able to forgive and become able to understand and grow compassion, 
You may find that you have to mourn an event. Well, mourn it. And then remind yourself that what is gone and done is unchangeable. Beware of those words, would've, could've, should've. They will keep you mired in the past. I would've, if only I would've known, if only I could've changed that, I should have done this. What they do is they encourage a very, very disabling emotion called guilt. Letting guilt smother you mutes your joyful voice. Hanging on to a misstep or a mistake or even an intentional action that caused another harm paralyzes us. And actually, if you think about it, it can be a bit egotistical because it's really all about you. Moving forward and finding a pathway to forgiving releases you to explore who you want to be today. And it also enables others to find their path to who they want to be in your life today. Let's remember that we all need love and forgiveness. Let's focus our intentions on the higher vibrations of love and forgiveness. Let's mark every day on our calendar to be devoted to the action of loving and letting go. Here's a little affirmation. I release pain and sadness. I open my heart to forgive. I am free. I promised that I would pull an oracle animal card, and so I have today. And I pulled lynx. Lynx is symbolic of the word discernment. And it says to look beyond immediate appearances. I particularly like that card for this conversation about forgiveness because often problems arise when we assume something about another and we make up a story about what's going on. And then things get out of hand and people think one thing and they say another and they interpret something as something else and everything gets discombobulated. So if you have discernment, you can sort of step back and observe and see what's going on in your world. And as you have discernment, you'll be able to understand that sometimes everything isn't always what it seems to be. And you'll be able to look for an underlying fear or hurt or someone's pain so that you can react in a different way and thereby not having to forgive at all. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we all just loved one another enough that when we were hurting and we were not at our best, we were just automatically loved? Hmm, I think I'm going to work on that. Well, we've come to the end of our time together, and I really want to thank you for listening. Please go to my website, norahooper.com. I've recorded some free affirmations and meditations for you. And before I go, I also want to thank Ginny Media for all the help getting this podcast together and give credit to the group Ketza for the lovely music you're hearing called Ocean Breeze. 
I hope to see you next week. And in the meantime, know I always send you love and light. Thanks again.